0: Morning to everybody Glad to have you with us Coming up on today's show The biggest problem Christians have Plus the latest news, random facts And more But first it is October 15th We got a few holidays we're celebrating First up, National Chicken Catchatory Day I could take it or leave it National Face Your Fears Day No thank you And National Mushroom Day Which is a fear of mine And so no, I... I'm, I'm not for any of these holidays. October 15th is not a day I'm celebrating. Uh, if you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio, I would ask that you please consider partnering with us over at patreon.com slash backrowradio. Even a teeny tiny little donation of $1 a month will go a long way to helping us reach our goal of $600 a month so we can really let loose and get this station uh, popping, advertised, all kinds of stuff. It'd be great. Uh, let's kick off this hour with a couple of our 11th Commandments. Uh, on on Facebook, we have our Facebook community called Back Row Baptist Church, and uh, it's 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 not really radio focused. It's really humor focused. It's all about laughter. We don't allow serious stuff in the group. Honestly, uh, we don't allow debates, and we don't allow guilt inducing garbage. You know, it's all just. A, re- a, re- a retreat, really. A retreat from the serious world around us. And so when you join, we we try to make you aware of that fact with questions that you have to answer before we approve you. And the final question is, if you could write an 11th commandment and enforce it, what would that be? And uh, that's there often to test you. Like to test your, your humor ability. To see if you fully understand what the group is about. Sometimes we get an answer of, well, oh, I wouldn't dare add to the word of God and the perfect ten, which, by the way, there weren't only ten commandments. There were hundreds of them. Those were just the big ten. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we, uh, we sometimes get that. But often, often we get, People who give it their best shot. So we've got two today. The first one is from Heather Walcutt. Inch Inchmarch, I believe is how that's pronounced. E-N-C-H-M-A-R-C-H. Inchmarch. Yep. You must clean your dinner plate before you get any pudding. Which, before I had kids, I wouldn't have cared so much about. But now that I have kids, one of whom is extremely picky like I was as a kid, it's actually very frustrating when they don't finish their plate, or even, like, try to finish their plate. My kid will just not eat. He'll say he's hungry all the time, will put down food that he's eaten in the past, and that we know he's loved, and just won't eat it. But he's all about dessert, man. All about the dessert. Also, Ray Flores says, every Monday is Star Trek movie night. That's his 11th commandment. Um, fun fact, my, uh, my in-laws have been doing that for years and I believe it's been on Monday night. Now, I don't think they get to do it every week now, but for, for several years they did for several years. It was like every Monday they would go over to their friend's house. They have one, one, one couple they do this with. And, uh, we've come along every now and then too and they would do star trek night. And when I say years, I mean literal years. What what year did uh let's see here. What year did Voyager end? What year did Star Trek Voyager end? Googling it, Googling it now. Okay, so Voyager ended in 2001. Okay? I, that was 18 years ago. That was an entire uh, path through school years ago. I remember that we came over to join them for Star Trek night, which was a special Star Trek night because it was the finale of Star Trek Voyager. And so they had gotten a projector screen and rented a projector and hooked up their cable to it, and we watched this big, You know, movie screen version of this double-length Voyager finale. And it was awesome. And I love Voyager. It's my favorite iteration of Star Trek. Uh, And it really got me into all the other ones. In fact, I think it was the first one I'd seen. Uh, Besides a couple of the movies. I saw... I think the first thing I ever saw was Star Trek Generations. Which I really didn't understand. Because I didn't really know either of the groups uh, (laughs) either of the casts in the show Uh, but I saw that and I saw First Contact after that and then then I got into Voyager and then I really started getting into Star Trek as a whole Um, but yeah they've been doing it they had already been doing it for years before Voyager ended and so gosh they've been a couple decades of them doing this which you know they go over they watch two episodes each week and so you can see that would take quite a long time to actually get through everything. So we've got, what? we got Star Trek The Original Series, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Enterprise, Star Trek Discovery, Picard's coming up really soon. They don't count the cartoon because they don't like it because it was dumb. Uh, and then there's also... For those of you who are unaware, if you're a big Star Trek fan, especially of the original series, there is a, a fan-produced series out there called Star Trek Continues, where it, they pick up where the original series left off, new actors, but the sets and the storylines and everything are e- exactly the same. I mean, they're, they're perfect. They're done so well. That Gene Roddenberry's son has officially declared that if his father was still alive, he would say that Star Trek Continues is canon. It's part of the series. It's that well made. And believe it or not, these things are are, are free online right now. it's I believe there are 12 full episodes. Uh, I've seen almost all of them at this point. I've, I've been trying to, trying to watch them uh, with others. And uh, yeah, I've seen almost all of them. They're all phenomenally made especially in the tone of the original series. So if that's that's your thing, go check out Star Trek Continues, man. This is a weird uh, uh, bunny trail I followed, but uh, I think it's worth it. It's a good show, man. And I'm super excited about Picard. Are you excited about Picard? I really am. This 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 is this is like a reboot on another level, you know? We've had the reboots with the show coming back with the same cast or whatever and just doing a few more episodes. That's great. This is a whole different thing. This is Oddly enough, the, the closest thing I can really compare this to is Frasier. You know, this was, you know, Frazier was on Cheers and he was a main cast member on Cheers and everybody loved him. And then a couple years later, Frazier gets his own show and it surpasses in popularity the original show. And so Picard on The Next Generation, a phenomenal seven year run. And now he's coming back all these years later in a show that looks amazing. But completely different from what we're used to. And you got seven nine on there. You got Hugh of all people, Hugh, from that one shot. I guess he was in a couple episodes uh, throughout the Next Generation. But man, it's gonna be Data. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be killer, man. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so hyped for it, man. Ah, oh, all right. So if you didn't know, if you didn't know that about me, I'm a pretty big Star Trek nerd. So, but that's all because of my in-laws. Never really was before my in-laws, so you can blame them. Uh, huh. do we have actual content to talk about today? I don't know. It's the news. Uh, it's a real ice cream flavor. Guinea pig. The rodents are a traditional hot dish in some Latin American countries, including Colombia, Peru, and Bolivia. In Ecuador, people typically cook guinea pigs with salt and serve them with potatoes and peanut sauce. But one vendor is taking things to another gastronomic level, serving guinea pigs as a cold dessert. Palapana's operation is small. Even so, demand is growing. Every week, the entrepreneur prepares 150 servings, $1 for a cone, of guinea pig ice cream. She also makes 40 servings of ice cream flavored with beetles, also traditionally eaten as a salty snack. Oh, we talked about that. Eating bugs uh, yesterday. Mm. And a smaller amount of mushroom ice cream. Uh, that's just... This is strange. I, I mean, she the I guess she's the voodoo donuts of ice cream. Coming up with some just weird stuff that everybody's flocking towards. Uh, but yeah, that's strange. Hey, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, old, new... Or odd, not old. Odd new devotional titles. Ah, I miss Mo. Mo needs to hurry up and get back here on the show with me so I don't sound so stupid all the time. Not that she. I'm not saying that she sounds stupid and it makes me sound smart. That's not what that was supposed to sound like. That's what I, I feel like it sounded like. It's not what I meant to say. I'm just going to put my foot in my mouth. I'll see you back at the top of the next episode. Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Back Row Morning Show in its podcast form. But we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard and now you have too. Join us at backrowradio.com and stream online or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Back Row Radio, Christian music in every flavor. Okay, where do we turn?
1: According to the directions, it's the next intersection.
2: As we travel through life, it's always helpful to have directions. Is that a big mud hole?
1: Ew, and I just had that car washed. Why don't you turn at the next intersection?
2: But the directions said turn here.
1: And we'll find our way to the right road.
2: Faithfully following the directions will lead us to our destination.
1: This can't be right. The directions say to go straight, but we're almost out of town.
2: Well, this turn looks good to me. All right, let's take it. Weren't we supposed to turn at a gas station somewhere?
1: Oh, that was way back there. It looked like a rough neighborhood, so I skipped that turn.
2: Oh, good call. God has given us directions in the Bible that will lead us to a relationship with Him and a home in heaven.
1: These directions can't be right.
2: I haven't trusted them from the beginning.
1: Maybe we should have. Then we wouldn't be lost.
2: We're not lost. If the Bible seems irrelevant or outdated to you, You may have drifted further from God than you think. Okay, we're lost. What do the directions say?
0: Morning show here on this Tuesday morning. Glad to have you with us. Let's kick off the second hour with five random facts. Just one hour of exercise a week can help prevent depression. Walking can boost a person's creative inspiration by 60%, according to researchers from Stanford University. The organic compounds found in wine kill 99.9% of the bacteria and germs that cause sore throats. According to a study published in the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry, mantis shrimp's eyes are more evolved than those of humans. They have four times as many color receptors and can see UV visible and polarized light. There are colors that exist in this world that humans will never, ever be able to see mantis see them. the film jaws is based on a peter benchley novel when he couldn't think of a title his father suggested what's that notion on my leg would have made for an interesting movie time for the news rather than making purses out of plastic a small canadian company has begun making vegan leather clothing items Out of apple peels that are recycled from the juicing industry. Two sisters behind the Toronto-based fashion line, Samara, recently launched their mini-purse, which is the first object made out of their new apple leather. The designers say that they were inspired to develop the material as a means of replacing the petroleum-based materials that are typically used to make vegan leather, quote-unquote. Um... I'm 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 extremely curious as to how well that would hold up. How do you make how do you make a durable leather-like fabric out of apple peels? And if you got stranded in the desert with only your apple peel purse? Could you eat it to survive? These are the questions I have. Over at Back Row Baptist Church last week, or actually a couple of weeks ago now, we, uh, we did a phone fun event where we asked our followers to, uh, to give us their best here. The, the, the idea was, your last text message is the title of your new devotional. What is it? So everybody, new devotional, these are the titles that we got back. Uh, Mine was, yeah, Tacos. Woo! Kathleen Sullivan's new devotional, guess I'm going to have to suck it up. Danielle Foster, there isn't much of a change, but it hasn't gotten worse, so that's good. Matt Hensley's new devotional, dying. Charles Anderson's, dear Lord, if you're not going to take him soon, could you come get the rest of us? Colin Harvey's new devotional, yes, sir, take a load off. I'm doing the same. Darlene Brady-Smith, I'm just wondering when to start the pork chops. Erica Tompkinson's new devotional, I think he's almost ready for undies. Rhonda Dyson's new devotional, go away. Lisa Hickman, ha ha, you're a mess. Ian Moore's new devotional, I just would like the traits like Keen senses and night vision Like a half elf ass Dana De Pascal New devotional Okay, you're pardoned Yeah, That's an easy one to get uh, Jessica Simone New devotional from her Adam also gagged himself And threw up in the car seat So I had to take apart and wash it uh, Iris Wickenhofer's New devotional I hope the tips are good Kevin Wellborn's new devotional Might be my favorite one I'll eat meatballs by myself. Daniel Smith's new devotional, Mickey made it to Japan. Aaron Hoblet's new devotional, I don't think we've ever fought this hard. Julie Angle's new devotional, want me to come up there? Ronald J. Prutt, I would have, oh I'm sorry, I'm misreading it. I would have, but I was too busy trying not to hit vehicles coming down the road. Melissa Herner's new devotional Scratch that Stephanie Crooks New devotional And I was like bye See I totally see that as an actual title Of a devotional at some point Probably from that same girl That does the girl wash your face or whatever Morgan Milan Her new devotional is I don't know man We got a lot of flaky people this round it appears And lastly the new devotional from Chuck Schobert bathroom emergency when we come back what's the biggest issue christians are facing right now first it's time for love thine It's critical hit with hector mira it's also Indie music tuesday so we'll kick off the music break with three songs from bands that might not have been on your radar until now stick around we'll be back in the top of the hour
1: Hey everyone, this is the Love Thy Nerd Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. So like much of the world, this past weekend I watched Joker in theaters. And I gotta say, it was not a fun experience. It was extremely well made, it was beautifully acted, and I applaud them for creating a really well done film. But it was not fun, and it was not pleasurable, and it's not like something I want to watch... On a Saturday morning with my kids, I mean, it was it was two hours of watching someone struggle with their pain and struggle with their anguish and almost feeling hopeless in the experience. But here's the deal. When we're in those places where we're feeling hopeless and pained and struggling, we can't ignore those. We actually have to deal with them and process what we're going through. And one of the things that I love so much about the Bible is that even though it's a book of hope and a book of instruction, we literally have whole books of people being sad and struggling with emotions very similar to what you see with the Joker. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon is struggling through all these feelings as well. In Ecclesiastes 2.2, 2, we see, Laughter, I said, is madness, and what does pleasure accomplish? Because, you know, that's cheerful. But jumping on down to verse 23 Scripture reads, All their days, their work is grief and pain. Even at night, their minds do not rest. This too is meaningless. And Solomon was in this place where everything he saw was painful and struggle. But then on in verse 24, it says, A person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. This too, I see, is from the hand of God. You know, sometimes we actually have to look at the struggle and the pain around us to be able to see that simply being able to live and enjoy the simple pleasures that God gives us in this world are blessings. But I want to encourage you, when you're struggling, when you're hurting, and you're going through things, don't go through it alone. Reach out to people that love you. Reach out to friends. Call out to God. But please know, when you're going through painful situations, you're not going through them alone want you to know that Love Thy Nerd exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors through thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community. Check out our website at lovethynerd.com, our thriving Facebook community where you can interact on a daily basis. We have several podcasts, one of which I host, and we're active on all the socials. You can also check me and my book series out over at Faith and Fandom on Facebook.
0: The back row morning show here on this Tuesday morning. Last week I got the opportunity to go live with Honest Youth Pastor on Instagram. He's a big deal over there. And has interviewed a lot of mid-level Christian personalities and accounts, like Christian artist Hillary Jane, comedian Jaron Myers, and the mind behind memes for Jesus. This week, we're sharing parts of that interview with you. Continuing with today, we will discuss some of the surprising moments we've had in ministry and what we think the biggest issue Christians are facing today is. Uh, If you want to catch the whole video, it is now available on YouTube. Just search for the Honest Youth Pastor channel. Uh, Let's get right into it.
2: All right, so now as far as that whole story, obviously you could probably pick out a whole bunch of different stories just from your whole arch of what's happening. But give us yeah. an example because, I mean, I love to ask people this question that have like social media accounts that, that do things like you and I do. What, ha- what things have happened because you've had that account? What stories have come out of it that God's used that to touch somebody's life that you would have never thought this had the ability to do that?
0: Sure. You know, as I stated, you know, early on, about a year into it, I shared my testimony, which was focused on the pornography issue. Mm -hmm. I assumed that I would get a a, a lot of people who are struggling with that issue. A lot of guys coming to me telling me about, Mm -hmm. you know, they struggle with that too and asking some questions about how the process was for me, the road to recovery for me was. I assumed I'd get a lot of that. I got a few of those. Mm -hmm. I got a ton of messages from men and women. Who are just dealing with depression, dealing with with anything that's that's hindering them from being who God wants them to be, and telling me that my openness uh, to share my testimony, which again I hate doing, uh, was was uh, you know inspiring for them, encouraging for them, and uh, you know it's not my story. It's it's the reason that I feel compelled to tell it, even when I hate it, is because it is such a story of how I nearly lost everything, and God has restored all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know there's there's certain elements in my story that are really really messy and I and I hate and people ask me why do you even put that in there when you're telling the story you could give it such a good testimony even without it and I'm like I don't want to diminish the the consequences of my actions even a little bit mm-hmm. and thus diminish what God restored to my life yeah you know and so I've gotten so many so many messages from people like that that uh, just needed that encouragement or Needed a, a laugh in a time of, of uh, you know de- depressing time in their life, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I didn't expect that, and I certainly didn't expect to be some sort of uh, you know public figure in that realm as little little of it that as I've I've been able to delve into. Mm-hmm. But I get I get messages all the time for jokes that open somebody's eyes about some topic or the way Mm -hmm. we treat other people or anything like that. And so, uh, honestly, (laughs) to to be really honest, if we were going back to day one, when I started the account, I'm surprised that anybody responded to anything ever. Yeah. You know, just Mm -hmm. the fact that God was able to take such a stupid offhand thought of I'll make a meme account or I make a a Twitter account and something (laughs) like that. And, and, you know, Use that for his mm-hmm. his work, his good, his glory, and and bringing people back to him. Uh, I'm I'm just amazed that uh, that was even possible. Yeah, I know God. With God, all things are possible. Why would I think you know? Yeah, a joke account would do anything though. Well, and a lot of I I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Well, that's why I mean that's why I like asking that question because there's so many times. I mean, that's all. I mean everybody sees my account too. I mean, we just put funny memes out and it's amazing how like today, even uh, we put one out about prayer and it was more of a serious meme, but it was about prayer and how many DMS I got in just about, you know, what, what do you do in your prayer life? I want to go closer to God, you know, what, Mm -hmm. you know, verses on prayer, just, you just throw something out there thinking, you know, okay, well, this is, you know, this is a thought in my head real quick, or this is something, you know, I was reading in my devotions today or something I would heard in a song, you know, I'll just throw it out there. And then, there are so many people that are just like, you know, asking questions and don't have somebody to go to or struggling with something and they don't, you know, I mean, for your story, for example, like you said, somebody was sitting there with depression and they needed somebody to be like, they just needed whatever that was, that joke, your openness to give them enough courage for them to be open about it too. Um That's just amazing to me that that God uses something as silly as
0: as Instagram. And he weaves that so well, Mm -hmm. weaves that so well of getting people, you know, in the right place to hear the right thing to make them laugh or make them chuckle. And God's done that for me through my whole life, too, and through my whole garbage when I was struggling. You know, he used laughter a lot to bring me out of that, remind me that, hey, there's still good things in the world. There's still going to be humor in this world. You know, it's worth continuing on. It's worth trying. And uh, you know that that even as little as, as that little joke could be enough to just keep you going you know mm-hmm.
2: well especially with people's faces buried in their phones all the time disconnected from mm-hmm. other people I mean that that would be enough to maybe get them to you know like there's somebody else out there that's actually struggling with that so no that's it's just it's just amazing to me how how he uses something like just as silly as this that what we're doing to to I mean, there's been people that have messaged me, and I'm sure you've probably got similar messages, that they go, hey, that changed my perspective on something, or this, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing this differently now because of whatever they've seen. Um, And that's not just me. I mean, when I talk to the other meme accounts on here, we get the same thing. I mean, it's just, it's encouraging to me from your story as well for you to be, you know, even though you hate telling it, you don't like people to know that story, that you're him pushing you to be bold, um... Has I mean, it's affected other people's lives. I mean, people mm-hmm. that you would have never met otherwise, and that's just so cool to me that that you know that's a thing that happens. So yeah. Um. All right. So we got. I like to ask everybody this question when they come on uh, the show because everybody's in different areas of the country. Everybody obviously has experienced different things, brought up in the church differently. But what would you say currently, right now, would be the uh, biggest issue that's happening in Christianity today? <laughs>
0: Uh, you made me aware that you were going to ask this question. <laughs> yes, and, I I've been uh, <laughs> thinking about it a lot. Um, honestly, I think our biggest problem as a church body is that we are too afraid to open up with mm-hmm. fellow believers. We, we wear, you know, the common trope of, you know, wearing a mask when we come to church. But that's not ever what church was designed to be. You know, James uh, 5.16, I think it is, you know, it's it's confess your sins to each other, pray for each other so that you may be healed. When you're struggling with something, when you have a sin, when you have an addiction, when you have a a habit or a hurt or something that's keeping you from God, you know, you confess that to God, you get the grace, you get the forgiveness. But God says, it's in the book, the healing begins with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we're so afraid. Of letting our guard down and being vulnerable, letting people know that we have struggles, that we have problems, that we wear that mask every Sunday. And when you come to church and you feel like you want to unburden yourself, half the time you're more likely to get ostracized from the church for admitting that you have a problem than you are to find anybody willing to help you. And so we 're all too afraid, we're all too afraid to open up, and because we get into that mindset of having to protect ourselves, that then echoes outwardly to how we treat the world around us, and so then we have people whose entire identity is you know going online and, and arguing with unbelievers it's, it's uh you know protesting and yelling and spitting the Word of God out of your mouth like bile from your tongue which is never the way God's word should be spread. Even Jesus, the only time that he ever uh, called people vipers or flip tables or anything like that, got angry, was when they were people who were pretending to be believers, pretending that they had everything together and that they knew better than he did about the works of God. All the people that didn't believe, all the people that lived differently or, or were searching for something, he gave them nothing but love. And... That's how we should be treating all these other people. We wrap it all up in our in our politics and and uh, oh gosh, the politics the whole season
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. And and the way we treat each other, we we commingle that with our uh, with our faith, the faith and the politics thing. This is not supposed to go together that closely mm-hmm. uh, because there's no political party, whether you stand republican Democrat, independent whatever, mm-hmm. that will accurately reflect the faith and the values and the morals of the Bible that you and the faith that you have in God, and so we compromise little by little in order to protect what we think we have to protect, and that has just made it so terribly difficult for. Those outside of that group to want to uh, desire to be a part of our you know mm-hmm. our 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 life our our culture our community, and then within the community, it has made people so scared to ever admit that they struggle or that they have doubts or that they need help, and so it 's even driving people away from going to church, coming to uh, small groups or anything like that because What's the point? Yeah. No, and I. You know, if people can listen to messages, sermons all the time, and yeah, they can get a lot out of it, but there's a key component missing without an open body of Christ that is willing to, like, be real, be honest, share the struggles, and encourage each other and help them grow.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and the interesting thing with that, with your response, is one. That seems to be the common theme of a lot of responses that I've asked. So either it's authenticity or it's openness. So it's encouraging Mm -hmm. that we're we're seeing that. I'll be interested to see how that develops as far as we obviously recognize it as an issue. So what (laughs) are we going to do about it kind of thing? Uh, I was having this last Wednesday at Bible study, me and this other guy were talking. And that's basically what I said. I was like, so people, I don't know where you're from, but in my area, Um, they have scheduled revivals, so we're like, we have a fall revival and a spring revival, which I just think is hilarious, (laughs) because we'll be like, all right, God, in these three days, you can come, and don't mess with that stuff. But anyway, so I was talking about that, I was just like, you know, first of all, if you want revival, right, why don't we first start, like you said, just being open with one another? Because it's crazy to me that you can go to church with somebody for, like, literally a decade, and not Actually, know them.
0: You know, I mean, you right, know, yeah. you know, I know anything beyond them. their basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mean, they've
2: never opened up to anybody about their junk ever for like 10 years. And then you expect, mm-hmm. like, God to do something when everybody's like, Well, I gotta tell you what I deal with. And I mean, right. I found honestly, most non Christians are far more open than Christians. I mean, they're just like, Yeah, I do this and this. Yeah, that's that's me. Where <laughs> they're just yeah. very. I mean, again, there's there's no shame in it. They they haven't repented of it. They're not scared of any wrath from God, but they're very open sure. about it. Um, so it's, I mean, I think, like you said, that that openness to just be able to say, "Hey, here's my junk," in a like you said, in a controlled fashion. I mean, you're just not going to get online and just black it out. Um, yeah,
0: sure. Don't get on a soapbox and be like, "Here are all my greatest problems." <laughs> uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I, be, I slipped into a bit of that mindset at one point when I got a little overly hyped about it, <laughs> and I drove a couple people away from the church. Just be like, "Hey, you know what I've been dealing with this week?" Blah. <gasps> yeah. But
2: yeah, but but, but I, no, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, being like you said, just being open and honest and transparent and. Like you said, I mean, so what struck me when you were tell- when you were talking earlier where you said that some people say, well, you don't have to tell all of it because it's still a good testimony without it. But you were very like, no, I don't want to take anything away from it about what mm-hmm. God's done. And I think that's a huge part of it. I mean, if we want people to realize how great our God is, right? So how in the deepest pit he can bring you out of. I mean, we need to be really open about it. I mean, and like you said, you're not telling everybody that uh, most of the time. I mean, most of the time it's going to be that group of people that you're in the body with. But yeah. being okay with that, like, I mean.
0: That's all of that for the day. We will hear one more segment tomorrow. Remember to go check out Honest Youth Pastor on Instagram and YouTube. Stick around. We'll be soon. The hoo boo And bye-bye. See you then. Backrow Radio is a commercial-free ministry that is partially funded by our Patreon donors. If you like what we do here at Backrow Radio and you'd like to support us financially, please visit Patreon.com/slash/BackrowRadio. morning show as we close out the show of the day we got your Bible verse and thought Bible verse for the day is second Samuel 722 how great are you Sovereign Lord there is no one like you and there is no God but you as we have heard with our own ears and our thought for the day comes from Paul David Tripp you can try to go go it on your own but it won't work because you were made for community first with God then with others. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Podcasts usually available that afternoon on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, most podcast aggregators. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. You can join our Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by searching at BRB Church over on, on, uh, on, on the place on the Facebooks. Uh, if you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash radio. Android users, just a reminder, it's time to download our brand new app and replace the old one on your phones. Go to the Play Store and search Backrow Radio. Both apps will probably still come up. The old one has just the standard Back Row Radio like, written out logo. Ignore that one. Look for the one with our ice cream cone mascot on the icon. That's the new one. iPhone users, the new app should be available for you soon too. Hopefully before the end of the month. For now, you can still use the old app. That is it for the show. I will be back tomorrow. Until then, bye.